Zelda in Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, as always. Thank you so much for joining us. That opening theme was brought to us by Brandon and Company, and this week's closing theme is the Hero of Time remix by Jeesh. You can find that down below, as well as the Twitter handles of myself and everyone else on this episode, as well as Twitch streams and all that jazz, and any relevant articles. Before we get into who's on this week, let's talk about what happened this past week. This week, John Romero asked you to be doomed again, Smashers had an explosive time at Genesis, and we learned more about Amiibo functionality in Twilight Princess HD. Thank you again for joining me. My name is Adam, once again, and this week I'm happily joined by... Rip and tear! Rip and tear! You have huge guts, which means you have huge guts to rip and tear! Oh my god, do not reference the Doom comment, please. (laughs) Like, the only reason I I even know about that is because Travis, our mutual friend, uh, just one of the dudes we play games with, uh, he had that as his, like, picture for a long time, and I never knew where it was from. And then I finally found out, and I went and I read the Doom comic. One of these days, I'll put down the $400 to buy the It Anthology pack that actually came with the copy of the Doom comic. I really hope that day isn't soon, because <laughs> that's <laughs> I, expensive. I really want to for... own the Doom comic. I know you do. Yeah. Hi, it's Jeff. I I was scheduled for like the past two podcasts and then I bailed. I was close to bailing on this one too. But yeah. That was the most enthusiastically sad introduction I've ever heard on this show. Well, I am tired. It's okay. I, I appreciate that you're here though. Me too. I like having you close. Speaking of people I have we I like to have close, last but not least. <laughs> I'm Jake, <laughs> and when I'm not concocting sick memes in my mematorium and sipping on my gamer fuel, I'm longing for the sweet release and ecstasy of my ego death. What is your gamer fuel of choice, Jake? Uh, Mountain Dew, obviously. Crap. You know they actually had a lemonade flavor of it that was called Gamer Fuel, and it was everything in my power not to buy that product because I love lemonade. Uh, you should have bought it. You should have bought it just yeah. like, uh, like yeah, Aren't they working they on have. a... Are they still working on a Doritos Mountain Dew flavor? I heard they were. I don't know if they're still doing it. That sounds disgusting. I think it was either super limited or it was just like a testing thing. Or it might have been yeah. a fake Well, image. no, they, they have. They never released the Doritos flavored one. Yeah. I think they were just, they said they were working on it. The world wasn't ready. But yeah, thank you guys for joining me. Let's get started with something that we're used to doing. What have you guys been playing this past week? I just beat Triforce Heroes and <gasps> I had to do it alone because I got sick of playing with people. Aw. Well... <laughs> Jake, guess yes. what? What? One of our lovely fans uh, is sending me a copy of Triforce Heroes. Are they uh, now? This very week. Why didn't they yeah, send you the real thing? Why not the original? And... Why just a copy? Anyway. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> I'm just being... Uh, no, they, uh, it was from the... I mentioned this on a previous episode. Um, I think last week, actually, I mentioned this. Uh, they tried to do a survey to get me a Wii U. Uh, it didn't work out well. It was uh, a guy named Aaron, really nice dude, but he managed to scrape together some money to get me a copy of Triforce Heroes, and he sent and he's sending that to me so that I can at least play that. So Aaron, very soon. Yeah, thanks, Man, Aaron. I like you. You're a good dude. <laughs> uh, prepare to lose your faith in people while playing that game. I, well, I, I, I like I, to say it is one of the funnest games I've ever played. That will make you hate it because of the people. Well, can I play it with you? 
I mean, I think it's the the preferred ideal way to play it is like locally because if you play it online, you're just gonna lose your mind. Ooh, the the game may as well just have the subtitle. Get ready to wait in lobbies for a long time and get disconnected during boss oh, fights. No. Also, wait, does, eight uh, frames per second. Does Lyra also have a 3DS? She does. Oh, so then the three of us should play sometime. Yee. That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, what do you think of it in the end, like overall? Um, I'm gonna give it an okay. This is gonna be weird to rate with a number. I'm gonna have to use, okay. use colors. Use colors. Here's the thing. Okay, I give it a purple. No, I like purple too much. I give it a I give it a burnt orange. Burnt orange. Um, I thought you were gonna say okay. purple. I was gonna be really happy. It's like <laughs> I was hoping for purple too. It's like uh, you know. Yeah, a, I give a... it a smarch out of January. <laughs> <laughs> a smart. No, it's like it, I. The best way to describe it is a really, really decadent piece of chocolate that's cut. That's just in the middle of a big piece of poop. Because the thing is, is I, that I didn't it's a know where really he was going game. with that, and I wasn't It is a really good game, but mm-hmm. it's surrounded by bad. It has some of the worst music in Zelda. It has some of the worst matchmaking. The some of like matchmaking done by roulette, by the way. So like, okay, mm-hmm. say you want to do a specific uh like level. Okay, right. you're put on a roulette. Hopefully, you get yours, and then in that level, you can do a specific mission. Okay, that's another roulette. So more often than not, it's just going to be you, like, you know, rolling the dice that you're going to get the level you want. Uh, mm-hmm. The people you can play with are atrocious. The frame rates drop abysmally during boss fights. Um, I don't know. It's see, so like, I started off loving it, and I do love it. I think it has some of the best like cooperative elements of a game I've played in a long time, and some of the best dungeoning and puzzling in any Zelda game I've played in a long time. But I can't give it anything higher than a five because of the mistakes. A good five. To to put this in perspective, I gave Phantom Pain a bad six, and I'll play a good five over a bad six. From Jake, everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to ask. Does it all did the frame rate? Uh, sorry, did the frame rate drops happen locally as well? I didn't notice it as much locally, but okay, definitely because, online. Because uh, like Nintendo has always had an issue with with connections over it, its network. It's it's always been atrocious. Try playing Smash via Wi-Fi. It is not a good time. Yeah, and like other other just stupid annoyances. Like okay, not being able to play it two players is annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. But like getting, but the problem is, is that okay? They patched this. I will ref. I will just start by saying they patched this, so it's better now. But when the game first launched, uh, there were two outfits that you couldn't have unless you uh, got something called friend tokens, and the mm-hmm. way you get those are by playing locally with people or like with friends. But like, okay, Adam, you have the game. Say mm-hmm. it was just you and me. You got the game. I got the game. We couldn't be able to play with each other because we would still need a third person. So getting right. friend tokens is a ridiculous, like, it, it is so annoyingly difficult to do that because you're always going to have to find a third person. It's so. one of those games that it, it fixes the problem of not having four people together for a game, but you need to have it every time you have three people together. It's, yeah, and like, I don't know, man. Like, okay, so you know the Den of Trials they also released? Yeah, yeah, Boss Rush, basically. Right? Yeah, uh, you get the Fierce DD armor at the end of it, and that was something mm-hmm. that just by the end, man, I had to say, all right, I'm just going to do this alone. There's no way I can do this with people. Because mm-hmm. it's so hard to get people to cooperate if you can't talk to them. They give you the emoticons and that's fine, but you're just going to feel this like big like interruptus because you can't ever find the emoticon for the specific thing you want to co- convey. Right. So, you know, especially towards that last section where it's like crazily difficult and you want people to do what you're doing, they can't understand you. So I was like, all right, do you doing think... it alone. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that might be just an uh, an issue with puzzle games? Like... 
Portal 2 has some fixes for its co-op mode where, you know, there is the ability to point out certain places that you want people to look, to put a portal, that sort of thing. But it still does make the game difficult to do. Uh, well, cooperative if not... puzzling isn't a isn't a problem. It's it's communication. Anything is is solvable with communication. You know, being able to say, okay, right. I see what you have to do. Go go stand on that switch, and I'll you know. Right, but that's what I mean. The method of communication, I think, in a puzzle game needs to be vocal. Yeah, or absolutely. more expressive than just an emotion or just like a pointer. It got so. I just started using the emoticons passive aggressively, like. <laughs> like I remember like anytime someone would accidentally throw me off a cliff I would just like break my touch screen tapping the thumbs up icon <laughs> <laughs> and That's yeah, it, yeah uh, good game play it locally <laughs> <laughs> interesting review um, what about the rest of you guys Jeff Colin <laughs> you first nothing all right, fine. Me then. You haven't uh, played anything this past week? Uh, no. I've been pretty caught in work. I've watched a lot of Thirty Rock, but I mean, that's all <laughs> how, I got. How do you like it so I, far? I'm almost done with the show, so I hate it. If it no, was, I love it. it. Was put into video <laughs> I love form. it. Don't tell Tina Fey I said that. <laughs> She's gonna beat you up. If if you had to make a Thirty Rock video game, what what format would it be in? It would be what genre? It would be a erotic FPS. puzzler. It'd be a Doom clone. It would be erotic puzzler in the same vein as Catherine, except it would take place in Tracy Jordan's mind. That was really. That specific. sounds actually pretty amazing. Like would, I'd pre-order it. You pre-order. You pre-order I... it. I know. <laughs> I, I would 100% pre-order it, get the collector's edition version. There's a part in everything. This, there's a part Don't in 30 Rock where Tracy Morgan, that's true. Uh, Tracy Jordan tries to create a game that com- that combines the best of violence and <laughs> pornography, and he succeeds <laughs> where other where many men have failed, and he becomes super rich because of it. <laughs> I love how his 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 character's name is just a very slight alteration to his actual last name. Well, you know, Konami's also trying the uh, erotic violence route. With their, uh... Oh my god, the Castlevania <laughs> slot machine. I love that trailer because it's so disappointing. I what are we love talking the, about? the... What are we talking about? Oh, oh, honey, do you not know? <laughs> no, are we, are we talking about pachinko machines? Yes, yeah. we're talking about pachinko machines. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm so sorry. You want sorry. the pachinko machine? Oh, hey, man. Cotton. Yeah. You want a pachinko machine? I like that trailer because it's a... It's... It's I so love that good like, like, and then... Saint, like James from Silent Hills too and is in the background and he's like pull the lever. Oh, oh yeah, dude, God. I love that part. <laughs> I that entire because it starts off like relatively okay, like it has the ambience. It seems it like a legit trailer. Music. And then it just gets that those like obnoxious sound effects and like plus 300 gold and like all that annoying stuff. Yeah. It, it like it goes from really cool like trailer for a new Castlevania game to pachinko machine. Really, like, fast and really out of nowhere. Pull the lever. Uh, Adam. But yeah, Adam. Colin, what about you? What have you been playing this past week? Um, I really hope it hasn't been Pachinko Machines. I, it's all Pachinko. I told myself <laughs> I was going to be playing uh, Snatcher and Metal Gear 2. But then I found myself and, in a casino playing Pachinko Machines. Yeah, neither of those things happened. Uh, and the, the, <laughs> the main reason was that I actually... Um, because I wanted to play Metal Gear 2, not right. not Metal Gear Solid 2 or Snake's Revenge, but the original MSX. Sons of Liberty? No. The original Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake on the MSX. 
Oh, that one's apparently fantastic. It's only part of Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence if you have the bonus disc or the... Or the uh, HD edition. The HD edition. And I have the HD edition on the Vita. Um, So I was like, oh, I'll just play it on my PS TV. It's not compatible with the PS TV, because, of course, Sony hates us. So instead, I I was like, wait a minute, I have, like, a PS... I have a second PS3 um, lying around. I'll just hook it up to my computer monitor, and I'll play it on that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I... I was playing a bit of it, and I'm like, wait. I can now play PS3 games on my computer monitor. So I pulled out Resistance Fall of Man, and I've been playing that. <laughs> and I like it. It's it's Resistance is probably the best... Um, Series of exclusive PS3 games ever. Colin, I quite enjoy watching you play uh, Vita games on Snapchat. I remember there was one that you made that made me like laugh so. Oh, so, was it so um, gosh darn hard? It the was Black a Ops trip. <laughs> no, it was when you were oh. playing uh, Black Ops Vita or Declassified. Oh yeah, and you Black were like Ops Declassified. <laughs> the stage name, or I'm sorry, the uh, the map name because that's oh Nuke House. Also Nuke House. <laughs> Nuke House. <laughs> Can't, Nuke. We have this handheld that has the power of the PS3, but we can't render more than half of Nuketown, so we'll just call it Nuke House. Nuke House. We can only render a house and a truck. Seriously? Yeah. They can't the... render a Nuketown? No. <laughs> that map is so basic. It's, it's funny because so all of the multiplayer maps in, in Black Ops Declassified are just smaller versions of regular sized Call of Duty maps, except for one, which is Shipment. And if you remember Shipment, it's literally like a square. With like oh. shipping crates in it, I do remember that. Nuketown's like one of the one of the best stages from Black Ops. Yeah, that I remember. So All like of the, the fact Black that Ops multiplayer deci- maps are fantastic. But the fact that they couldn't decide to fit one of the ones that I probably played the most makes me a little annoyed because I <laughs> freaking love Nuketown. The, the game despite... is bad. The game on the Vita is terrible. It's, well, it's uh... a Vita. <laughs> I like Sorry, Greg, I like really. the development of that game because Treyarch was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna be making Call of Duty for the Vita," and then they were like. Hey, only one other company has ever made a first-person shooter for the Vita, and it's those guys that made that awful Resistance spinoff. Let's hire them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and it's like it's just as bad as Resistance. I like I like Resistance. I like the Resistance games. Two and three are really good. One, on the other hand, I've only I've only got around to play Resistance: Fall of Man, which is the first <laughs> game in the franchise, uh, just recently. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a PS2 game that goes on for way too long. That's the best way of putting it. <laughs> um, it, like it's the best damn Half Life clone I've ever played. But unlike I think a lot of PS2 games, going way too long. Unlike but I... unlike Half Life, it doesn't decide to change up anything mm-hmm. like at all. Like it's pretty much like the same level copy pasted like thirty times. That's, I'm that's 15 weird. levels in, and I'm only halfway through. Speaking of Half-Life, uh, did you guys see that the co-op game Sven is yes, finally Sven getting co-op released? Yes, Sven is getting a Steam release. Uh, it's it's weird. Is it? It's not... Uh, there's no price to it, is there? I think there might be. No, it's free. It's free. Yeah, yeah. I'm, th- uh, I'm thinking of something else. Colin, do you want to explain this, or should I? Uh, Sure. Sven Co-op is a mod that allowed people back in the day to play Half-Life Co-op. And now it does the exact same thing, the original Half-Life, mind you, not the sequel. Um, Half-Life, it's two expansion packs, it's other weird expansion pack on the PS2, and just Half-Life campaigns. And they're bringing it to Steam for free after it being released for like 10 years. Version 5.0. 
But when it comes to Steam, do you want to play it on stream or something? Hell yeah, I love Half-Life 1. Cool, I'll play through Half-Life 1 like a maniac. Speaking of old shooters that I love, John Romero, the the father of all first-person shooters, uh, decided, for for whatever reason this weekend, this was what really ruined uh, me playing Snatcher or Metal Gear 2, he decided over the weekend, Mm -hmm. after 21 years of not doing a single damn thing, other than talking at lectures. Yeah, and making Daikatana, um, <laughs> and remaking Dangerous Dave on the iPhone, I don't know. Um, so basically just being an insane man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he released a brand new Doom level that you can go, you can download, mm-hmm. you can pl- patch it into your game using whatever source port you like, mm-hmm. and it's phenomenal. And it made me want to play... All the old Doom games again, and so, I did. A few questions. Not only that, he made because me play Doom them. is my favorite mm-hmm. game of all time. Jake, you were saying a few questions. Uh, first of all, is it like an epilogue chapter? Or is it like canon? How, how would you it describe? Is, is it story based? I, I know Doom is not a story driven game, but it's... like, is there a plot to it in any way? There, there is a story in what Doom. It, I know there what is. What it is, like... what the new level is, is um. Basically, if anyone remembers, the first Doom is in an episodic form. There's episodes one, two, three, and then there's the ultimate Doom, which added a fourth expa- uh, fourth episode, complete and with quick time cutscenes, no, uh, dialogue it. tree options. Stop and... it! This is Uncharted Four. <laughs> um, oh, no, I was gonna make that? fun. I was doing. Yeah, a they're adding joke. dialogue trees to Uncharted Four. Uh, I guess slide tangent. Jake, did you watch the PlayStation Experience? Uh, which one was that? Probably. The PlayStation, like, two-hour-long keynote back in December. Yes, yes, yes. They start off the show going, Uncharted 4 demo, and everybody's like, yeah! And it was literally just ten minutes of dialogue trees. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, like, Nathan Drake's like, hey, that's my brother. They have a slight conversation. What do you think? A or B? I'm like, are you kidding me? And that was the whole thing. No shooting or climbing or uncharting. You get to choose between being mildly uninterested in everything or being a complete ripoff of Indiana Jones. <laughs> Either be Laura Croft or Indiana Jones. You know, the New Xenoblade does dialogue trees, too, and I, for the life of me, can't figure out why it does that, because it doesn't yeah. seem to change anything. Yeah, no, it, you could just be a douche. It, anyway, going back yeah, to Doom. Yeah, um, go so, on. the new Wait, level... Jeff had something to say. He actually played Xenoblade. I, I did, too. too. What? Yeah, no, what? I'm saying, like, he actually has... It has the lamest stuff. aliens I've ever seen, ever. What I, okay, I'll get to that. You in mean a second, dinosaurs? Please. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, well, all the voice acting in that game makes me long for the original Xenoblade. All of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want my Adam Howden. Oh my god, not the Cohen. I miss him. Oh, oh lordy. <laughs> no. Anyway, going back. No so the, the new Cohen. Doom level is um, it's basically as we all know, it was in episodes, and there was eight levels to each episode plus a ninth secret level. Um, the new level that he's released is his alternate take on the very last level, the eighth level of episode one, Knee Deep in the Dead. Huh. I um, played that level. And it's pretty crazy. It basically takes a map that was like three minutes to play, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and extends it to like 15 minutes with, I mean, there's something like 10 secret rooms and... There's tons of different enemies and stuff. It's super challenging. So it's it's, it's essentially an entire episode. So, that he's made. okay, this yeah. is Doom 1, right? Yes. Okay, so are the graphics the same? Like, it's the same game. 
it's, uh, it's, big it's, crush music. It's just a new level. That's all it is. That's awesome. I think yeah, that's no, really it's cool. Great. And it's <laughs> it's interesting because um he's been teasing that he might be doing more. There have been people going, hey, why don't you just make an unofficial Doom Episode 5? And he's been, like, liking and favoriting stuff like that. There was an article, this all started with an article that someone posted saying, Dear Id, don't forget Doom's, like, level design for Doom 4. And he replied with, oh, I haven't. And then when someone said, are you oh, going to do... Oh, wait, he's working on Doom 4? No, but he's, he's, I don't know. I don't know what this is leading to. I don't think he is, because he's definitely not working for it Did he anymore. work on Doom 3? I, I don't no, know he didn't. didn't. He, uh, he left after Quake 1. Quince, do you think that, that this game might... wasn't as well received? What? Do you think this might be him uh, kind of saying, like, in case Doom 4 ends up being bad, uh, saying, like, hey, look, it wasn't my... It wasn't the fact that it's, like, a new game or something. It's not the fact that, you know, the levels or your nostalgia filter was in the way. You know, I'm a good game designer. And they messed up my product. You know? I think it might be because he, like it because, kind of spiteful. Interestingly enough, the one QuakeCon, which is ID Software's yearly um, big LAN party, uh, mm. the 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 one year they finally decided to show a private screening of Doom Four before anyone else in the world could see it. He actually showed up, and that's probably the first time he's ever been to QuakeCon. Interesting. Um, I thought he did uh, keynotes at QuakeCon. No, he didn't. That's John Carmack. Oh, right. The Android. Right, right. But, um... I, I'm sorry, I get them confused, because yeah, it's similar first name. I don't Even know what this is mess- leading to, but personally, mm-hmm. what... I feel like this could lead to a couple of things. Either A, he is working on a map pack for Doom 1 or 2 of, like, a brand new campaign. Um, mm-hmm. B, he has been saying that he's been wanting to do an old-styled shooter for quite some... Like, again, for quite some time now. this might be his warm-up? So, yeah, this might be his way of showing that he still has what it takes to make a new map. Or, mm-hmm. C, he's just doing what Tom Hall is doing and just making new maps because they're fun. Uh, Tom Hall, by the way, is uh, another id Software developer who's known for doing Commander Keen. Did he make the, the Doom Bible? Yes, he did. Yeah. That funny read. And uh, he basically made a <laughs> yeah, bunch of, for the 25th anniversary of Commander Keen, he actually made new Commander Keen levels that you can play in Mario Maker. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's so Very cool. cool. So, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Doom, Adam, what did you play this week? Well, I, I didn't really have much of a choice as Colin forced Doom on me. Yes. Not, not, let me be more specific. He forced Chocolate Doom on me, which is... <laughs> It's it's vanilla Doom. Chocolate Doom, basically, let me explain. Um, when older games, older games are made for older operating systems, and after a while they have a tendency to not run natively on newer, you know, versions of Windows. Okay. So, the source code for Doom was released in the late 90s, allowing people to create new programs that allowed Doom to run on newer computers. Chocolate Doom is a play on the term of vanilla, vanilla meaning like the you know, plain original of something. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically what it does is it's a source port that allows Doom to run on newer versions of Windows, but unlike other source ports like Xandrodom or ZDoom, which are, that usually are more focused on adding newer features, Chocolate Doom uh, keeps Doom as it's like the plainest form possible, but just the mm-hmm. ability to run on newer computers. Right. That's cool. Uh, to the point that you can take off, like, you can make sure that you don't have vertical scrolling in yeah. any capacity and stuff like that. And, you know, keyboard bindings are all the same. It's, uh, I played through episode one. I've gotten halfway through episode uh, two. 
so that's like 13 levels now yeah. I've played. Uh, I actually managed... It, I felt really proud of myself because I managed to find a majority of the secrets uh, yeah. just playing it the first time because instead of trying to beat it really fast, I took the time and I explored the level. I remember I was messaging Colin to the, like yesterday really excited because like oh my god i found uh this key and then i followed this like tunnel and i found a switch and i found this door and now i'm in level nine yeah it was very cool it, it felt really good because it, it made me feel rewarded as a player for you know doom is figuring stuff out it's interesting doom is now also anyone who says that older games were harder uh and like newer games are bad because of it is, is... no <laughs> just no yeah it's interesting. Doom is now uh, 23 years old this year. We have, Older than me. Yeah, we have a fourth Doom coming this year in May. And mm-hmm. for a game, for a first-person shooter that was released on basic DOS computers back in the early mm-hmm. 90s, no matter what platform you play it on, it still holds up amazingly. Yeah, still a good game. It's, I mean... And it's been it's been ported to I want to say as many things, and when I say things, I don't mean consoles or computers. I mean actual like objects. <laughs> People yeah. have modded Doom into pretty much every video game console ever, every computer ever, cameras, printers. Um, someone actually modified a toaster with a Raspberry Pi so it could play Doom. You can actually <laughs> play Doom on a toaster. <laughs> people just last year people actually found a way so you can play doom within doom like <laughs> what i think along with tetris and pac-man and super mario brothers doom is just one of the most like it's not just an amazing game it's a phenomenon it is a testament to good game design yeah and it is something that people should aspire to and it's and it's it's a game that was made out of a labor of love of just a bunch of young nerds yeah. in the 90s if you've, if you've never read the book i think i've, rec- I've there's recommended there's a book it before. called, yeah, called of masters doom. of doom definitely pick it up definitely it's check it out if you've ever been interested if you've ever been interested great. in in video games and you want to hear about one of the most interesting stories of a of a team that was like indie when indie wasn't even a thing id software it's masters probably of doom. It's, i mean i might be biased but i i think it's it'd be easy to say it might be the best book about video game and video game design it's the best introductory one for for sure yeah it's it's a very interesting story you're you're very uh you become very invested in the people and you become very invested in their uh their struggle to make doom uh to make uh to get through it an uh a a fledgling industry that doesn't even know what to do with itself just yet I mean, and Doom, it helps Doom's you understand real... and appreciate where we've come to, or how we've how far we've gotten um, since then. And like, people, I think sometimes don't understand like the effect of of Doom, like ha- how it did on a culture. Like, uh, people nowadays will joke mockingly, like, "Oh, Fallout Four is coming out. I'm gonna lock myself in for a day and play it." But like, when Doom was released, it was like an actual like massive like mm-hmm. productivity actually slowed down because of doom intel actually put out notices in their offices saying they would fire people if they found them playing doom because so many people were hogging up the work computers to do um multiplayer <laughs> on the, there is a report that said that in 1995 doom was on more computers than windows 95 
Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And, like, apparently, like, there's also all sorts of other crazy crap. Like, apparently John Romero just came up with the word deathmatch when they were developing Doom. And now think of how many games use the word deathmatch. Yeah, that's his coin. He, He created that term. And meanwhile, yeah. it's funny because if you if you look at the game, it 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 it, it has so many seams because you can tell like all the influences of things they like. Like, but the- they made they made they made up that everything about that game. They made the the whole yeah way to interact with that medium didn't exist. Doom was the game that made it so through like moving it's- through a three D environment like that existed. It's got this wonderful lightweight engine that allows it to be played on every object ever because John Carmack is a brilliant genius. Oh yeah, no, at they, designing he was, engines. He was a prodigy, I would say. It's got the monsters he's... of Dungeons and Dragons, like mm-hmm. actually the Caco Demon. Oh yeah, is they do. Literally ripped yeah. from the D and D artwork. Um, yeah. it's got the the chainsaw of Evil Dead. It's got the setting of Aliens. And it's got the music of Pantera and Metallica. And somehow they were able to take all those things and mesh it together into, like, the best thing ever. <laughs> anyway. And I love uh, it. Enough about Doom. I want to mention one <laughs> thing before we switch topics fully. No, uh, not enough Doom. <laughs> never enough Doom. There's a, uh, a Humble Bundle going on right now that I think everyone should definitely pick up on. Is it the uh, FMV it's... Bundle, or did that end? It is the uh, it's the Firaxis bundle, um, and you get uh, for a dollar you get XCOM Enemy Unknown, Sid Meier's Pirates, Ace Patrol, and Civ Three complete. Uh, if you play more than average, which I totally recommend, you get Civ Four, Civ Five, Starships, XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, DLC, and XCOM Enemy Within, um, and then fifteen you get Beyond Earth, Beyond Earth, Exoplanets Map Pack, and then Beyond Rising DLC, Beyond Earth. Uh, Tide Rising DLC is 30, or Rising Tide DLC is 33% off. Um, and if you want to be a real cool kid, you should go for I, the uh, the full motion video Humble Bundle. I, I Oh, it's ending in like 50. Yeah, no, it's never mind. Um, but the, uh, yeah, do definitely do the Sid Meier one. Pay more than average. Uh, the Fraxis Bundle, if it's still going on. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when it's ending. Let me check to be sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, it, it's still like a couple days left, uh, at least like a week and a half. I wanted to talk about Zelda and Nintendo because we have a bunch of news yeah, we got about of those about. two topics. And then we have two fan topics, at least, that Zelda we have to cover. Um, do you guys want to talk about Nintendo or Zelda first? Let's talk about Zelda. It's it's our it's our thing. All right. Yeah. And then we'll take a break and do Nintendo between. Um, so we got some new uh, information on Twilight Princess HD and Hyrule Warriors Legends. Uh First of all, we learned how Toon Link is going to talk because, uh, you know, he can't talk for himself, but you need to be able to communicate <laughs> with him. So Errol's going to be communicating it for him through the uh, pirate charm, I think, uh, if, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. correctly. Uh, and there's not going to be any co-op, which is really weird. Or we think there's not going to be any co-op because the only footage we've seen of the game of two people playing it is uh, two um, two people racing through one of the uh, stages on two separate uh, copies of the game. But surprisingly, they're not playing it together, which either means, A, they haven't finished the co-op, which would be very concerning at this point. Because the game Um, comes out tomorrow in Japan. Yeah. Or B, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. They're pulling an (laughs) all-nighter. Or B, (laughs) they're pulling an all-nighter for that day one patch. Uh, Or B, uh, there is no uh, co-op mode in, in this game, which seems like a 
bit of a, a waste for this kind of game. It seems like this would be the perfect game for uh, co-op, because Zelda does need more co-op games. Um, and I think a, a, just a hack and slash is the perfect setting. You know, you just have a bunch of moments. Also, um, no, we've already covered the whole uh, more enemies on screen and everything. Uh, but the other thing that I want to talk about that was Zelda-related was the amiibo functionality in Twilight Princess. I just watched uh, the trailer for it, actually. What did you think? Um, it looks exactly like that one uh, trial den that's already in the Twilight Princess. So it mm -hmm. looks like they just did it again, or they moved it to that. But I doubt they would do this the latter. It looks <laughs> Wait, like not, they just basically to, did it twice. Not to like cut you guys off, but um, I, I heard you guys talking about Hyrule Warriors Legends and co-op. And uh, I actually learned there is going to be no co-op. <laughs> oh, there is. It's been confirmed. It's, it was confirmed a while ago, and I, I don't know why I didn't like butt in. But yeah, there's apparently going to be no co-op in the 3DS version of Hyrule. That's Warriors. really disappointing. It is because I like the co-op in. No, that was the like the number one of the biggest reasons why I I played. That was that the game. biggest reason why people were excited for Legends because co-op on the go, you know, would Oops. be perfect. That definitely well... affects my view of wanting to get it. I think Nintendo has a, a bit of a problem when it comes to 3DS co-op games. Yeah, they have a big problem on just like multiplayer in general. They they got they got the the lockdown on on local play, which is great. Mm. But uh, oh my oh my online is is not yeah. is not fun. Jeff, you played a lot of uh, Kid Icarus Uprising, correct? Uh, fair amount. Yeah. Uh, was the online for that game decent? I thought it was great. Like I was I didn't have any really, I... really surprised with how much. Yeah, I yeah, that's that, that's what I remember from uh, what I heard about the game because I knew a lot of people that played it. I didn't really care for it much myself. Like it was, it, it was, was well, game. it was well made. Like it was, you know, it wasn't the best thing. It was a typical three on three like deathmatch kind of approach, but it was done mm -hmm. well and on a Nintendo system and on a handheld that looked pretty good. Um, so I was happy with it. Controls were weird and people had. Uh, physical yeah, I never, ailments I never because had of it, an but issue. other than that, I never you know. had any issues, so I was very happy. <laughs> oh, I definitely had issues. With well, then because, we should uh, not now, be playing now game. the uh, Father Sakurai is, is soon to be working on his next project, so whatever it is, I hope it's for the Wii U. I hope it's Kirby Ride too. He puts too much faith in the 3DS and what he can do with it, and that has happened multiple times now. <laughs> and it has burned us every it single has time. Burned us every time. Ironic because it's a frostbite in this case. I, I really piece, appreciate his his attention. Uh, but I'm I, I appreciate his his hard work, <laughs> his drive, his attention to detail, and all that fun stuff. But oh god, just put it on the Wii U, please. I, I just just yeah. do that. But it's all going to be played through one button because that's how Sakurai do. <laughs> Like well, it, they, it, they bundled that game with that stand. Like you're, it's like you're playing it. In, like it's like you're holding a. It's a virtual ship. boy. It's, it's a modern virtual boy. Ugh. You're you're gonna say something, Colin? I apologize. Uh, I was gonna do a segue, but then we realized I haven't really talked. We haven't really talked much about uh, Twilight Princess HD, so we might. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I, I do want to talk about the amiibo. Um, the functionality has been revealed for each of them. Uh, despite our poor uh misconceptions a week or two ago um link and toon link will fully replenish your hearts when they are pressed onto the gamepad arrows uh princess zelda and Sheik will uh, i'm sorry what did i say you said hearts i said hearts to <laughs> link and toon link will fully replenish arrows when pressed on the gamepad princess zelda and Sheik will fully restore all hearts and ganondorf will make enemies hit you twice as hard 
And apparently, this is, interestingly enough, last week we were asked uh, what we thought the wolf link amiibo mm-hmm. would do. What did you guys and say then? We, we suggested I think we just things. made a bunch of jokes. And then... <laughs> yeah, we didn't really have a good idea. Like, I, I, I jokingly said that we had, like, I'm sorry, I just want to say the one thing. We jokingly said uh, palette swaps if you press, like, peach or something onto it. Oh, so you yeah. Can have pink wolf link with a different pattern and stuff. And it's funny because the, <laughs> the very next day, the next morning after we recorded mm-hmm. that podcast, and before I had to record another podcast where we talked about the same topic, um, it's been said that apparently that the Wolf, Link, and Midna Amiibo will actually mm-hmm. add a new dungeon to the game. And the fan reaction that has been pretty mixed. Yeah, uh, I've seen people saying it's good. I've seen a lot of people saying, no, that's, you know, content locking. Um, personally, I think that the amiibo has been handled pretty poorly for this game. It's uh, it's cause... you know it, it it does both things that amiibo are are not good about. One, it does something that is like kind of unfair. You know, it it more or less locks away a dungeon. And two, mm-hmm. it does something that's so uninteresting. You know, the the hearts mm-hmm. cool. I don't know. I think Smash Brothers to this day is still like the best use it of reminds... amiibo because you want to know what it reminds me of what. Uh, the the replenish your art hearts, uh, arrows, all that stuff. It reminds me of those uh, like little codes that you'd get in the Mountain Dew caps uh, for <laughs> Halo Double XP. Oh. That's that's what it is. It's Double XP. It's both they're boring doing, they're doing and annoying what, in, in Twilight Princess. Uh, it's it's their version of you know get your Mountain Dew Doritos and get Double XP this weekend with Call of Duty Black Ops Two. I I can't really think of a a, a shining example of how Amiibo have been used yet, other than Smash Brothers, because. What about Amiibo Festival? You can't play the game without them. <laughs> well, the thing is there is that why did I have to put my KK on the on the thing and then take him off to roll the dice? Why can't I just press A? That's so tedious. I hated that. That was so annoying. It was like, oh. Because it makes you feel more like you didn't waste your money on little dolls. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. I didn't waste my money on dolls. I didn't waste my money on dolls. Ugh. I'm looking at Lyra's KK right now. It's just staring into my soul. He's very cute, though. I love him, but Jesus. I also love that they have little outfit Are you excited about the four that are coming out in two days? Jeff, you don't get to talk about Amiibo. You have an addiction. <laughs> Can't be any worse You literally mine. covered, I'm sorry, no joke, he covered an entire grand piano it's in Amiibo. Baby. That's it's how many he has. It's a baby grand. D- it is a see, large piano. Did you not see that snap that Lyra took of me like years, like months ago? <laughs> are, you just, are you just covered in them? Oh, yeah, okay. So I think Chris Kitchen, last time I was on the show, wow, woof. He he mentioned the snap that Lyra took of me. It was uh, it was me naked, uh, just standing, <laughs> oh posing seductively by a, a table that was just full of amiibo. Oh no! Yeah, I and actually... I, I, she screenshot or, or like eight people screenshot it. So now that's just something people have. <laughs> it's funny because actually for um, Photoshop use, I took all my amiibos and I just kind of lined them up onto one of my shelves, and it actually goes the entire length of the shelf. I, I don't even have amiibo. that many. Like when, whenever anyone <laughs> asks me like what amiibos I have, it's never any of the crap they act. They ask me what I have. Like I always have like the weird ones that no one wants, such as Duck Hunt Dog. Oh, but I love him. <laughs> you know what? You know what's great? Getting the Shovel Knight one. Oh my and then, like, gosh, I love the Shovel. Two, 
two whole days later, learning like the uh, yacht club guys were like, "Oh, by the way, we designed the box so you could scan the ami- the amiibo without taking it out of the box." Mine oh, is, and I imagine there are so many people who are furious mine is about still that. in the box. Um, I, I you can still scan but it. But th- does anybody else think like that's really cool? Like they listen, they're like, "Oh, fans like it when you can use it inside the box." Okay, let's make that work, and they did. They probably just said, "Hey, Nintendo, remove the magnetic tape." At the bottom. Yeah, no, they 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 asked it. for it. That's yeah. that was the request. Yeah, I mean, I I don't get those people who are like, I mean, I'm not gonna cast down, but I I, I, I totally get some people want to keep them in their box, but then there are people who buy two of of one, yeah. so that way they can have it out and one in. Like, what? Why though? I Dude. I haven't taken the nest that I got out of the box because it was from a fan, and I will treasure that forever, and I don't want to damage it with my greasy, disgusting hands. My problem and face. with amiibo collecting, and I've had <laughs> the same problem since the very beginning, is that there's going to be reprints. Stop going crazy and wait for the See, reprints. That's what I, and you know what? Behold, I was right. That's what I finally got to. But Colin, I need additional. No, that's one. the that, that's where that's where I'm finally <laughs> at at this point. Like. I still don't have a Lucina, and I don't have a Robin, and I don't have a Palutena. Like, those are the three that I'm missing from the waves that are out. But... Wow, way to suck. Yeah, way to suck. I've gotten relatively lucky. I've been able to go, like, to, um... To, you know, like, GameStop or Toys R Us or whatever, and get them usually the, around the time they come out without having to wait outside. It's or, definitely gotten like, better now. Stay, um, yeah, like, stay up... To, well, no, because I got, like, Wii Fit Trainer and Little Mac and, um... Like, Mega Man, when they all first came out and everyone was going crazy over them, and I wasn't even doing anything crazy. But, like, it's great that now, you know, if there was, like, one I missed, like, Captain Falcon, I'll be like, oh, boo-hoo, I missed that. Let me just wait a month, go to Nintendo World, and they'll have it. Oh, I forget you live in New York. Yeah, or any GameStop. Like, mm-hmm. I think maybe a, half a month after the Wave 4 Amiibo craze, like, happened, Pac-Man was already back in stock? Like, I... Great. The only one that I've I've not seen reprint at all was Ness. I have Ness. I, I don't, but I also refuse to pay, like, eBay or 30 bucks for it, so I'm just gonna you wait shouldn't. for it to be reprinted, like I've done with all the other ones. I do want to. I do want to game some and watch. imports though, because I don't care mm-hmm. about keeping them in. And usually, well, imports, yeah, I've can... seen them be like fifteen bucks, which is you know basically what I'd spend plus yeah, shipping. If fine. I, you know, e. It's the same thing. It's not like it changes. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't change at all. I think the only yeah. one that's actually different would be Rob, because you yeah, know, yeah, colors. But it's, it's that bad. one I deliberately imported because I yeah, yeah but Jake. Well, no, they're they're releasing they're releasing it in that well. version I didn't know in that the states. It's so weird. It's like it. I don't know. Like. The the Mario one the the one that's like uh the old the pix, pixel pixel Mario. pixel Mario which one there's yeah, two there's two styles of that that are man. that's annoying but I'm even more annoyed by the Rob one it's like it's not even oh we plan to release two of these at the same time in your country it's oh we released two the two different kinds of two different countries so it makes sense but you're so obsessed with them. We're going to release the other one in the States, too, and you're going to buy it again. Well, the issue is that they didn't... I think they just figured that no one was going to buy the retro ones, because, like... Oh, yeah, the retro ones? I other see than, other than idiots like me, who is going to buy an amiibo of Duck Hunt Dog, Game & Watch, and Rob? You know what? Mm-hmm. I actually... Like, that's why they released them in the three-pack instead of the Right, because they knew that those boxes. were going to be low sellers, And that was also probably. to prevent people from buying four Game & Watches, because that was definitely something people were trying to do. 
Right. I remember uh, when they announced even the that three was going to have the four different stands. It was going to like yeah. everyone, everyone simultaneously had the same thought. Oh God, they're going to run out of those so fast. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help but feel like that was part of the reason was what Colin said. You know, group three obscure characters and also preventing people from overbuying Game and Watch. I mean, it definitely played into the obscure obscurity one. I feel like there was enough people who wanted Game and Watch that kind of sold the other two with it. Um, but at the same time. I don't know. I've actually like really liked. It might have also been that they just had like overstock of the uh, the red rob, and they just said like screw it, we'll just put we'll just send more over to the U.S. That's possible. Yeah, possibly. I'm still waiting on the uh, the DLC characters because I want Ryu. Well, Ryu and Roy are coming out in March. Ooh, I hope Roy works with a new Fire Emblem. I'm so excited for the game. Did you guys see that new 3DS? I did. I think he does work with the new Fire Emblem. He will. Yeah, I wonder if Roy that. will work with Codename Steam. At least it sold more than Devil's Third. Did you miss this? Because they made more. <laughs> they made more. Yeah, I missed it. That would be it. <laughs> Not because it was a better game. No one would argue that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can hear. And that makes me happy inside. Speaking of things that make me happy inside, we have more rumors about uh, the NX. I mean, we do. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't actually make me happy, but we have more rumors. Uh, anyone care to do the honors, or should I do it? Uh, I have a comment about it, but I don't really want to explain them. So, I mean, you it's all you, Adam. Well, I expected more people I mean, to jump like, the gun go on for it, Go for it. Talk about the Annex. Wow, really? I, you, know, you know, guys, I, I, I appreciate you guys letting me lead the charge. You know, sometimes I feel like, sometimes you just want to say the news instead of me, and you know... I, I really appreciate these moments where you guys just let me say the news and, you know, none of this, you know, back and forth, pandering. And, you know, we don't make waste the audience hey, time with any use. Say substance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Huh? Thank you. Thank you, Jake. I, I didn't know how to stop him. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do. You fixed it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my uh, girlfriend says she wants to train an octopus. To, uh... <laughs> so funny. Oh yeah, it's like she wants to train a little baby octopus that she could put a top hat on. So every time Adam says something stupid, we ring a bell and it comes out of our bathtub and it would just use its little eight legs and just walk over to Adam and then like use two of its tentacles to gently close his eyes and then walk back to the bathtub. That's a very le- that's a very extensive and very legitimate party trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not even be mad. NX. I would also eat that octopus. Anyway, um, apparently it's going to be able to uh, stream games at 900p. Woo! Uh, uh, no, 4K video streaming, 900p gaming resolution uh, with 60 frames per second, uh, which is it's just weird. It's very weird. Also, apparently it will be able to uh, connect with like other Nintendo console, like the the NX console and the handheld device will be able to connect, but it'll also be able to connect to competing consoles. Here's Wait, it was in the rooms. Here's it was, it was very odd. Here's what thing. I took from it, because okay, so so basically, where we're getting all this information is that the first one is um where it can connect to other systems is a rumor that came out yesterday. Where we don't really know mm-hmm. a definite source for that, and yeah. the second comes from a survey. That was passed around by, like, Nintendo or some other companies. And the survey is real. The survey is a completely legitimate survey. But it seems that if you read the very, very fine text, 
the survey might have been written up by someone else, and all of that mm-hmm. could just be a bunch of guff. Like, it could just be nothing. Um, that be and, and it is true because the survey reading just comes off, like, the, the, the way it's written, it comes off as someone who was just, like, writing random things off. Like, it's, it's, it's very weird how it's meant to be, like, we don't really know what the thing is, but mm-hmm. so far, what it, I'm taking away from this, plus the rumor of it connecting to other systems, is that, is that the NX is going to be a thing that you plug into the Wii U, or it'll be its mm-hmm. own, it's going to be its own standalone thing that you can, like, kind of like how the Xbox has the HDMI in for TV. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're going to be able to plug other video game consoles in, and the controller will be, like, its own little handheld that can also be, like, a controller and a second screen for those other, those other systems. I I don't know how I feel about that that gimmick, the uh, the handheld idea. I mean, it sounds promising, but, like, what does that mean? Is it another Wii U, or that's is it the, literally, like, you can just walk away with it and just go That's the issue with, with, the with all these rumors, is that they... They're like these weird, nondescript things that, like, they, they, that they don't, like, clump together well. Mm-hmm. They kind of don't make sense because there's no, like, we don't know how these things work or if they are even real enough for it to all work together. There is um, one, right. one rumor that's floating around that I absolutely want to try to dispel. I absolutely do not think they're releasing this console in 2016. There's no way they're releasing they it. They said they're, they're announcing it. I, uh, I buy that. And I, they totally I, are, but there's no way they're going to do it this year. I, it's think, gonna it's, be I think it's possible. I'm, they have said they're going to talk about it this year. Is and, it possible? And, and probably at E3, because um, that'd make the most sense. But right. I think it, as I said, I it depends on what the thing is, because if it, so far, all of the weird little bits of information that we've gotten over the past few months has been that it doesn't seem to be an actual brand new system, like Nintendo said, it seems to be an add-on for the Those Wii U well. and other consoles. <laughs> Yeah, but the way they're going about it is interesting. It still seems very strange to me. I feel like I don't exactly understand what they well, that's mean. That's the point. Yeah, they haven't announced like, it yet. Well, yeah, but no, no. But I mean, it's even conceptually, it doesn't make sense because to they me. haven't yeah. announced anything yet. Nothing is official about the NX. Nothing, that, is and that's there. really it, the big kicker. But from from the patents to like this survey thing, yeah. It, like even it, it then, all of the clues we've get we've gotten like like we've had clues about the Wii U like a like a, a full year before the thing was out like we already knew about the Project Cafe no when it was Project Cafe and we yeah, already knew right, every right. single thing about it we already knew every single thing about the 3DS a full year well technically I mean I've heard the name Project Fusion floating around and that's that... been around since the GameCube has it now yes mm-hmm. that that's been like a name that has been thrown around. As a fake Nintendo code name. I mean, like, it definitely applies well, to this whole well handheld and console approach that, that we seem to be hearing about. Mm-hmm. Well, remember when everyone said the new Smash Brothers was going to be called Strife? Who said that? Oh yeah, I heard that, I, and I heard Universe. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that was a that was a weird time. But as Jeff said, the final like line about the NX is that like 
We don't know until they actually say anything official. And there's plenty right. of articles that I love. There's these, these, these articles going up on different websites where it's like, what we know about the NX and the whole article will just be the word nothing. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting because there's just like, there are official things we mm-hmm. do know about the NX through, through patents and through actual announcements by other companies. Like we already have games announced through the NX. More or or less, companies yeah. that are, are considering already putting games on the NX without even knowing how difficult it will be. Like, EA has expressed interest. Capcom has expressed interest. Yeah, it's, which has. is it's it's surprising for a Nintendo console to have that much early on support. But then again, you know that happens where companies will buy in and then pull back at the last minute like because the, of development reasons. It's so weird how there's actual games that are confirmed for the code name NX, and it is uh Yeah, do you think that? Nintendo has kind of fallen into this hole where they can't live up to the hype, though. Do you think that because now we have all this speculation, the rumor mill has been going on for about a year and a half now, it seems like, uh, we're going to have this, or a year now, I'm not going to say a year and a half, the year now, um, no matter what they release, it will not live up? Yes and no, um, because I feel like if they were going to make the ballsy decision to release another console in the middle of a console generation... They had to. They have to do their research. They cannot screw this up, or they will have released two basically unsuccessful consoles. On the they'll other, go the way that, do you think they'll go the way of Sega in terms of consoles? Well, the problem is with with Sega was that they released an add-on, right? Uh, and then, and then, then they made different versions of the add-on that didn't all work exactly. You, didn't, you had to have a specific version of the add-on for the, the thing about Sega. Genesis here's had, here's the thing or, about Sega. What yeah. The problem with Sega is that they had two different like versions of Sega complaining at each other over what they what should have been the future of Sega, um, mm-hmm. to the point where you have one going, oh no, the future of Sega should be we add like a CD add-on and we make a 32-bit add-on for the Genesis. Another Sega is going, we should make a new system altogether that's 32-bit. Hang on. Then mm-hmm. another Sega, like part of Sega, is going. We should just make the 32X into its own console. And then another mm-hmm. Sega is going. Let's make something called the Saturn. And it, it got to the point where, and you can actually look this up. In 1995, Sega was uh, manufacturing and producing and developing like nine consoles at once. Yes. Yes. All right. from things yeah. they were already producing since the 80s to stuff that was. That would be unreleased because it would be too much. Yeah, totally. I think and they then, had something called Neptune or Pluto. Yeah, they, Neptune yeah. and Pluto, and and then so they they finally like they they throw together the Saturn thing haphazardly because they have to beat you know the new Sony and the new Nintendo. They release it like five months before anyone else even knew the thing was going to be released. Mm-hmm. And developers were pissed because of because they didn't have the time. That yeah, they, they didn't have any they, time because they were being... Sega wanted to beat uh, their competitors to the yeah. mark because they knew that these new consoles were coming. Basically, out. then what happened was Sega finally says, "All right, we'll stop developing all these like ten year old systems and we'll just focus on making one." And that was the Saturn. And then they were re- they realized the Saturn was just not doing well in America, which is. Which was pretty much how Sega even kind of got into the whole console market thing was actually being popular in America. And because Sega has never actually really done very well in Japan, fun fact. Um, 
so like two years into this Saturn's development, uh, just in its release, they went, oh yeah, the Saturn's not our future. We're already working on another console. And then they pulled the Dreamcast. And the Dreamcast is a great console, but the PS2 was coming out a year later and everyone just loved the PS1 so much that they said, we'll just wait for the PS2. And it... You know, it's it's always funny to to remember that, like, everyone remembers the big rivalry between Nintendo and Sony, but, like, the best analogy I can make for it, if you were a, if you were a Dragon Ball fan, is that, like, Sega was Frieza and Nintendo was Goku and then the, the PlayStation 2 was Trunks. It just comes out <laughs> of nowhere and it's like, you're done. I, I, I am the end. And it seems like, since we don't know what the hell the NX is, it seems like a Sega, like not Sega, uh, Nintendo would be pulling the same thing that Sega was doing with the Dreamcast and the Saturn by going, "Oh, the Wii U is not our future. We have this new console coming out." By the way, I think I was thinking of the Dreamcast versus uh, the that current generation. I I, I always dislike the the Dreamcast comparisons to the Wii U. I have to say, because they, no, they, because, no, no, right. no, no, no. I mean, I mean, at, at no, the I time, know, I know, was, but that made me yeah. think of that. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. Because no, interestingly I do. enough, I it's not the Dreamcast, it's the Saturn. It's it would be the, the Saturn, yes. It seems like yeah. a system that, even though it's pretty good, it's not selling well over here, and no one really wants to dive deep into its library, because mm-hmm. the PlayStation and the other system have all the good stuff. The, the NX could potentially be the Dreamcast. If they release it, it too is, soon. It is, but that's... That's the interesting thing, because it seems like Nintendo knows that, which is why the NX, the NX seems like it's not even going to be a brand new system. It might just be an add-on. And that's why the NX is so interesting to me, because I really want to know what it is. Mm -hmm. Is Nintendo actually going to stumble and release a brand new system, or is it going to be some, like, weird brand new thing that actually revolutionizes the industry but is it gonna be the, the problem is, is are they gonna do the exact opposite issue of what people thought the wii u was and make a system that people think is an add-on but it's an actually its own thing entirely yeah that's 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 the uh that's that's, that's like the weird thing it's why it's so just uh. uh let's get on to some fan topics before we head out uh because we're, we're about that time where we should start wrapping up uh let's get we have two topics from twitter uh and one of them inspired me to write another topic that i thought was pretty interesting uh if you have any of your own topics feel free to send those to us at zelda informer podcast at gmail.com once again that's zelda informer podcast at gmail.com you can also reach out to us on twitter uh you can stop by our twitch stream at uh both at abc milkman twitch.tv slash abc milkman twitter.com slash abc milkman uh the follow the rest of the guys down below myself and colin specifically we are very active on twitter uh, I'm not so sure about Jake or Jeff. I don't think Jeff even has a Twitter. Follow um, me on the Twitter. But if you if you tweet to the ZI podcast, Jeff, uh, Zelda Informer on Twitter, Jeff will probably see it. Um, uh, but this first one comes from Tyler, and he asks, uh, is Link the only one who could draw the Master Sword and wield it? So basically, is there more than one hero per generation? Uh, I thought this was a really interesting question, because it does, it makes sense for there to be something like that, but I mean, in terms of canon... Uh, Zelda has kind of confirmed as a, as a franchise that that is not necessarily possible. I mean, someone has to move it to those pedestals. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like it's you know whenever whenever someone who's worthy is chosen, the 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 hero spirit infused with them, or do you think it's actually a reincarnation that will eventually find its way to the Master Sword? I like to think of Wind Waker 
and how, mm-hmm. like, when you first get the sword, uh, Ganondorf says the blade is dull and the light has vanished. Mm-hmm. I imagine uh, people who aren't that dude just, it, it, it is that for them. It is basically a butter knife, so to speak. Well, it, it pulls out of the pedestal. What has to pull out of the pedestal for some people, um, even if they're not the chosen one. So maybe they have potential, but they're not exactly worthy just yet. Yeah, I mean... So it's testing them? Exactly. Toon Link has, is not the hero. He was never that dude. He just became that dude. Mm-hmm. I still like my wandering spirit theory, <sighs> infusing with the Wind Waker. If you haven't heard that before, uh, check back a bunch of episodes. <laughs> I've Figure said it, it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the idea is that when the timeline split, uh, Wind Waker, uh, basically, Wind Waker Link, when he uh, becomes worthy of the, the, tri- the Triforce of Courage, uh, the wandering hero spirit then infuses with him and he becomes the new reincarnation uh, posthumously or post I think that's the right term for it posthumously yeah I was worried that just means after death um, it means like you know after death like to receive an award posthumously means you receive it after you died yeah yeah but I wasn't sure if it could also work in that context um, yeah any other thoughts on, on this you guys I mean, I like to think that Zelda could do it, or like Ganondorf could do it, but that would be weird. Actually, well, that'd wait, be pretty awesome like, if a game where it... where Ganondorf decides to go and find and draw the Master Sword, and you have to beat him with just like your bow and arrow. No, but hold on, that could be Zelda. Is he allowed Didn't to do that? Is that like rule breaking? Where like Link just goes, "No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you cheated. cheated. No, you cheated. You pull out the butterfly net. You're not allowed to talk. You pull out the butterfly net. You're like none of this. I'm I'm pretty sure. Other folks can, but mm-hmm. there's there's probably some some I don't know placebo effects where it's like oh you can't because you're not the prophet you're nobody you've, yeah like, <laughs> you're not even good enough to be my I'll copy. Give you those words I'm sorry I should have said that way faster <laughs> I mean it's a it's a I I imagine I, can edit that in. I imagine it's because it's a it's a sword anyone can use it I'm just sure like. Link being the prophecy and all has the weird godlike powers to shoot laser versions of that same sword out at Okay, other also, I was, uh, this is kind of off topic, but I was watching my friend play Bloodborne, and there's a weapon that I was really interested in, and I asked him, because he beat the game and he beat all the DLC really quickly. Good guy, uh, Chris Saunders. Oh, I love him. Or Chris, uh, he's been on the podcast before. He's a vegan. He, he was, yeah, not, not Chris that you guys know, other Chris. Um, but anyway... Yeah, he was showing me the, uh, I think it's like the Moonlit Blade or something, but basically it's uh, it's stronger form, it turns into this like glowing sword, and when you swing it, it shoots out the laser beam from Zelda, and I'm like, awesome! I wanted to play, I want to play Dar- uh, Bloodborne just to be able to do my Zelda build in that game. Bloodborne is great, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright. So this is a super uh, delayed response to the Wii U conversation. But I just wanted to say something about oh uh, what Jake was talking <laughs> about. Better late than never. Uh, Jake was mentioning how like <laughs> it feels like it might be like another Wii U type thing because of the rumors, and I sincerely hope it's not true because I'm like, that's what messed it up the first time. No one understood that it was a new console. If you just make it this weird add-on type thing, that was me. It was well, me. I'm crediting said, Jake uh, for it because he's not here all I the didn't... time. Oh, okay, <laughs> Jake. Good job. Proud of you. It's a pleasure to be back and be credited. For I stuff mean, that I, I feel like <laughs> you did it, Jake. Did it. I, did I feel like if they, if they do, if they do, like go about it, they they'll probably just I don't know. They'll make 
one version that's standalone and they'll make a second version that's just built into the Wii U. I don't That'd know. That'd be interesting. I, that's Yeah, like I, I really don't know, like kinda like with the with the whole new three DS and like the amiibo scanner and the circle pad pro, like maybe. Oh. Uh I did forget to mention one thing. Uh going back to three DS. Hyrule Warriors Legends will have severe frame rate <laughs> issue frame rate <laughs> issues uh on older models of the three DS as opposed to the new three DS. Uh, because it is not designed for that handheld. I mean, it's a it's a Wii U game on a system that's maybe a slightly more powerful or around the same power of a GameCube in like a yeah. tiny box. Like I I, I didn't expect it. I'm actually <laughs> overheat. I'm actually kind of surprised they even tried porting Hyrule Warriors to the 3DS at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let the alone new 3DS. let alone the older ones. I would have thought yeah, they would yeah, at least try to 3DS. maybe do a new 3DS only thing. But yeah, I mean, which it seemed kit, so I'm retroactively pleased with it. It also like I just mean, uh, it also doesn't make a lot of sense because you know they don't have a lot of exclusives for the new 3DS. Like a lot of notable exclusives for the I new 3DS. I, so keep saying would, that, but I mean, like the DSi didn't, and the DSi was still fine. Yeah, but the DSi was a, like. <sighs> <laughs> it was a slightly more powerful version of the DS, kind of like how the I, new I 3DS had one, is a slightly I, more I powerful like I version my time. of the 3DS. I remember, Colin, I dude, had it. story time. Okay, so I was, I was a <laughs> Wowie zowie, what grade. a spicy meatball. When I, okay. <laughs> well, I got a DSi in 10th grade, all right, and I was like, man... I'm so excited. I'm gonna. I went to Best Buy, and my mom was like, "Jake, you're you're a baby. You did good on your report card. Let's, I'm gonna get you." I was like, "What? You got what? all bees? Yeah, all bees. <laughs> um, bees." So I went home with it, and I unboxed. I'm like, "Wow, this is great." Is that the end of the story? Well, no, no. I, I take a silent, long pause, and I said. So what, what do I do? What do I do with it? What's you can play DS me, games on it? Let me take my yes. my Pokemon Diamond version and put it in this one now. Okay, yeah. It's the same thing. I can do picto chat with rainbow colors. I mean, I remember that. I was stoked also, about that. Also, you can take pictures. I took with a it. selfie. Yes, and and then you realize, wow, that's that's not a great quality picture, and you never do that again. Still on my Facebook though. It's just Things a. Stand. It's just a. My first Facebook profile picture oh actually was a DSI picture. I mean, it's just a nicer version of the same electronic. I I don't see. People are acting as if it's like a new iPhone where it's like you have to get it or else you'll be outdated. Like you can skip it. Arguably the um I, I guess for better or for worse, the the new 3DS hasn't really done that. But Because I, feel I mean like... it's so far so far it seems like the downsides to not getting a 3DS to a new 3DS is oh no, like one not game Xenoblade. won't work. Yeah, no, one yeah. game won't work and one other game won't work as well. And then the uh, like the pros to getting a new 3ds is one game will work and one game will work a little bit better like i i think it's fine nintendo but you can use your amabos on it yeah you don't have to buy add-ons like the circle pad or the amiibo scanner like there you yeah. go well you can't even use the circle pad if you're trying to use newer games uh because it requires too much of the memory for the system no that's they they only oh, did smish. that with smash brothers everything mm. else is fair game except kid Icarus. All right. Well, no, Kid Icarus uh, is only if you're left-handed. Oh, uh, right, right. <laughs> Let's move on to our last topic, of fan course. topic. Uh, this comes from Liam, uh, who is a wonderful guy who loves to chat on streams with me, uh, keeps me company a lot. So thank you so much, Liam, for all your, your support. I do really appreciate it, dude. Uh, he, but he asks, he has actually two two questions. Both of them are pretty short. Um, 
Jeff, you might be more interested in this first one. Uh, what is your favorite piece of Zelda music? And now I'm going to choose the uh, start music from the CDI games because I actually didn't think of an answer to this question and I'm trying to be funny. Is it working? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I actually have a laugh. If it track. wasn't Jake, I'd be more mad about that response. I'm gonna just loop <laughs> Jake's laugh a couple of times. I think and turn him into a laugh track. <laughs> I, I think my answer to that might actually just be the entirety of the soundtrack to Zelda 2. Well, that is like a soundtrack. I, I don't know what it is. Like the Zelda 2 soundtrack's like really cool. Can I tell you? That's why I use a bunch of sound bites from it. Can I tell you my my least favorite and then my favorite? Yes, go for Least it. Least favorite is the town music in Triforce Heroes because they they just they uh, it's, it's not good, guys. It's, it's just not good. I, I can't I can't say anything other than it's just not a good song. They didn't try. <laughs> they didn't try. <laughs> they were sure like, hey man, we gotta more. make a. Uh, you're gonna hear this song for most of the game. You gotta let's make it somewhat. No, they didn't do that though. They were like, I don't. They wanna. want you to leave the town as often as possible. It's just it's like weirdly sad and somber, and it has like an accordion in there. I'm just. I'm just imagining sad Jake playing 3DS and the library comes in. She's like, Jake, do you want some soup? And you're like, yeah, I guess. I need it. I, I need it to. This is not a good song, guys. It's not. <laughs> Adam, make What's that the favorite? ending theme. This, no, I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even commit long enough to be. You're like, no, no, not even. I'm not going to hurt people like that. Uh, but uh, most favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess for two reasons. One, because it's the first Zelda song I ever heard, and two, because it mm -hmm. still really, really holds up. And three, a third reason, because it's it's just it's it's good. Can I make one guess? Guess. Is it from Majora's Mask? No. Okay, then I'm completely clueless. I like the Majora music, but I, I none of those would. Eh, no, 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 this. Okay, my favorite definitely would be the opening theme to Ocarina of Time. That's a good right, one. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, yeah, they did yeah. a good job. It's probably my favorite part the of the game. I mean, I, I, I feel you got like the with this it answer, just makes you feel things, man. I feel like with this question, there's like no real wrong answers because there's a lot of really great. There is a wrong Kondo answer. Is it's, the, it's the hub town music from Triforce Heroes. That's the wrong answer. There you answer. go. But like, I don't know. Most <laughs> most Zelda music is like pretty good. Mine is the uh, opening music from uh, the, the the animation. Oh. And the credits to Wind Waker. That's also fantastic. Okay. Actually, uh, my my actual answer. That was a weird ignoration of and Jake, Jake Soraya things. song. It's also um, good. Go on. Yeah, my my favorite music is probably just pretty much every track from A Link Between Worlds because it's just better versions of songs from A Link to the Past, plus a few more. Uh, specifically the the field theme with a guitar and stuff. I just love it. I care much for that. I, I every time I play a Smash Run, I always put that as the music. I know what you mean. They finally improved that song for the Smash Four, and I was very happy about that. Uh, did everyone? Jeff, did you? I'm say ju your I'm just mad at you for mentioning Smash Run like it's legitimate. Hey, man. What it, it reminds me of of Kirby Air Ride, so That's I like fair. it. <sighs> it gives me hope that he'll make another one, dude. I Kirby Air Ride, not another Smash Run. I don't care if he makes another one of those. Oh man, I uh... come on, Sakurai. Actually, Jeff, give us your answer. I've been sitting here thinking about it. I actually, it's a really hard question because I feel like I get asked it a lot, 
And I just never have like one that's like super satisfactory. Like, yes, 110%. Listen to it all day, all the time. What is the first? Okay, here's a probably a better one. What is one piece of music that you're disappointed in or have fallen out of love with? And another one is what is the music that first came to your mind when someone mentioned, when I mentioned the, uh, the, the top uh, Jeff music. Go. Yeah. Uh, when you mentioned it, uh, Ballad of the Goddess and Gerudo Valley came into my head. And those are both excellent. And then choices. when I got confused and you said something that I hate now, Song of Storms. That you fell, fell out of Song love. Song of with. Storms. I'm exhausted what? by it. I don't want to hear the Song of Storms. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Send your fan covers of Song of Storms right to Jeff. Uh, here is his. It's full just, email address. I, oh, did you uh, hear the really bad like? There's oh, just like one that. that's like accordion. It's mixed with the hub theme from Five Force Heroes. Did you did you hear the, the dubstep remix of it? I I, I think I've heard at least one of the <laughs> dozens. Adam, maybe censor me saying that because I don't want to offend anyone. But that I, I don't. <laughs> no, I think I don't think that's unwarranted. It's not good. It doesn't sound good from the sound of it. Uh, I'm not and a... I and I and I actually don't hate dubstep. Well, it was made much. in the big like 2011 and like that big dubstep craze and like yeah. I don't know, it, it just didn't yeah. for me. I also will not apologize for saying that Dead Mouse's performance during the Game Awards was absolutely atrocious, dude. Because oh I love Dead Mouse, but that was his worst performance I've ever seen. Oh, the Game God. Awards. God, I wish we had more time. There's so many things I would love to talk about. Number Well, maybe another time. Number hey, one, you know Game what? Awards. I Number would have loved to have more time to talk about the Game Awards and PlayStation experience, but oops. <laughs> Is there any last ne- topics, maybe- Adam? Thanks, Adam. I'm sorry. Um, My last topic was... uh, Well, the last topic that Liam had that kind of plays in another oh, yes, yes, topic. Yes. It kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, we're going a little long this week. Um, Liam asks what is your favorite style of Link and I'm asking you guys what is your least favorite style of Link so basically your least favorite I know Adam's that one's very (laughs) obvious and it it's not the CDI ones because I actually don't hate it that much in comparison to Wind Waker Uh... god damn it if I wanted to play as a cat I'd play as a cat alright nerd (sighs) I mean, it, it's so weird because mm-hmm. er, there's like there's actually like, no wait. Oh my god! I lied. I completely lied. I'm sorry. It's not actually Wind Waker. It's Phantom Hourglass. It's Ocarina oh. of Time. It's a hundred percent Ocarina of Time because I hate split down the middle uh, hairdos. You don't like the Ryder Strong haircut? You don't, no, you don't it play is so dumb. From, uh, it's the from dumbest haircut I've ever seen in my life. That was it the drives style, me man. That was nuts. the '90s. I know, and it's so lame. I'm so glad <laughs> that we are past the 90s, past Zoot Suits, and that was in the 90s. But, you know. I mean, it's in the past. Parachute pants and bright colors. I think the problem trying to be is edgy that, music. Like, with, 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 like, Nintendo always produces, like, 50 different, like, renders for Link with each generation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't really... Like, so there's a few renders of Link that I like more than some of the ones that have been in official games, but I don't, I don't really have, like, a name for them. So uh, I guess, I guess is, the best I can say is... You could say concept art or... I could just say, that. like, generic adult Link, I guess. Like, Ocarina, the Skyward one, Sword, like, the, along The one that's lines. used in Smash Brothers, essentially, which is usually an amalgamation of the current Links. Yeah, I, I would say Skyward Sword, Ocarina, Adult Link. Right. Like, some, somewhere between those... Yeah, no, but what? Uh, I never said my favorite. Uh, oh. And what's your least favorite? We, um, least favorite probably be Wind Waker. 
Okay. O- only uh, because, my favorite. Only because, like, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to have, like, a tiny Link, you might as well just do, you know, Kid Link from the old Zeldas and not Toon Link. Right. But that's just me. I absolutely adore Skyward Sword Link's design. Every aspect of it is beautiful. Concept or wise, gorgeous. Uh, every piece of his outfit is very interesting. I just the only thing that bugs me is the sword. I just don't like the goddess blade. That's a personal. Choice. I mean, I guess our our um, technically Adam, our favorite would be whatever whatever that drawing is, is of Link doing the like resting against his palm. You know that one? Oh uh, my god! <laughs> that classic image, like the suave Link. Yeah, making my heart, making me feel things that no boy should feel. I'm, I'm currently looking. For what image right are you talking moment. about? <laughs> well, I'm looking it up one. right now. It's a Twilight Princess concept, and that actually is my end. No, it's not Princess. from Twilight Princess. Oh, really? Not. You like Twilight Prince? Yeah, no. the concept art, at least. Uh, the the model has not aged well, and they did not make mm-hmm. it age gracefully in the HD version, mm-hmm. which is to say, it should just be Twilight Princess D. <laughs> well, the, uh, the concept art for Link Definition. in Hyrule Warriors is pretty great. No, yeah, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't transfer as well to three D. Warriors Link is pretty. I, I like the scarf. I don't like his I don't like his face as much there in that is. in like the three D format. Uh, my least favorite, I'd have to say that's Link Senpai uh, right there. Yeah, that's yeah. Cutie Pie Link. <laughs> Adam, please link that somewhere, just so people can get what you mean. And just uh, link it as uh, if you, if, yeah, Link yeah. Senpai. Send me an actual like URL and I can link it. Just like host it on like Imgur or something. God, my lead. Listen, I don't have I don't have that kind of money. No, I've never really had a, a, a work <laughs> problem with any specific design. But if I had to say this one was my least favorite, I would probably say a link between worlds. I, it just I don't know. It didn't really do it for me. How it's, dare it's you, just, sir? It's just classic link. It it but is. Yes, that's but it. I don't know. It just it wasn't that. Eh, I don't know. I mean, that doesn't mean I don't like it. I had to pick my least favorite, and that was it. That said, though, I am annoyed that Triforce Heroes use Toon Link's design when it's apparently the same guy. So it's very hard for me to bridge well, that in my mind. I, I didn't hate. I, I think I've said this before. I don't hate the fact that Triforce Heroes Link looks more like Wind Waker because if you actually look at it closely, it is a mesh between the different Toon Links. It's them trying to kind of unify the different uh, split paths of design <laughs> into one character. I would have. So you actually, you know what I think would have been really cool though is like what? having one dude. AKA the green guy be a link between worlds and then like player two looks like Ocarina and then player three looks like Toon Link. So that way That'd it's be like interesting. three totally different designs. Because they're three different give guys. Them, they're not give them triplets. more personality. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it'd make more sense. Um that about does it for this week. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh thank you guys for listening. As always, I've been Adam, it's been Jeff, Colin, hey. Jake. Jake, thanks so much for coming in oh, and helping out this week. To do oh, this <laughs> again. I don't know if you guys noticed, you viewing audience, but if you remember me on the previous episodes, my voice sounded like poop because I didn't have a good mic. I used my internal mic on my Mac. But now, now it's not bad. Oh my gosh, I just realized that. That's you, fantastic. What are, you, what are you gossiping? What are you gossiping? I swear it's average size. What are you saying? <laughs> it's that we already had a link uh, <laughs> to that... <laughs> We already had a URL for that image in a previous uh, episode. The picture Colin was talking about. <laughs> really? In episode 50. Yeah. It's literally, I literally titled that link, the picture that Colin was talking about. I will probably link it exactly the same way. Yeah. Here's okay. the link then. Also, the picture for that one was topless link skydiving. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, there I you go. So <laughs> Sonic Riders. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Should I Last announcement. Uh, Pokemon uh, movies have been digitally remastered. Watch Pokemon with your loved ones. Thank you so much for joining ones. us. Oh man, ending. Um, okay. Uh, Jake, we can do this. Okay, okay. We got this. All right, All right. Jake, look at me. I, I, I can't see you. On Skype, you're a dog. Well, Guys, well then we're. A new I, doom I guess... coming out. Oh my god! There's you a... will be your doom if you interrupt me one more time. Watch out! I, I'm. What? Was I supposed <laughs> okay. to stop? I don't know. Follow me on Twitter or something. I don't know. What do I say? It's been so long. Am I still? Re I'm still recording. <laughs> say you love them. Oh, I love you guys. And <laughs> yeah, that usually goes over well. Oh yeah. Remember that last time I was on and I said, "Hey, I have an episode. I'm actually about finished with an episode." So follow me on Twitter. I'll post it. Eventually. Eventually, we'll get to it. I'll, I'll I'll rant about it and I'll watch it closely. Yeah, I want you to do like All a right. full forty minute analysis of it where you just strip me to shreds. I would very much. This is this that. is an end slate. This is oh I like end slates. Oh yes. Oh, I we're have in to the darkness. It's very dark in the end slate. I have to quirkily end this. Um, Adam. Hey, I'm Zoe de Chanel. Uh, how, how do I be quirky? Let's let's make macaroni art. I guess. Uh. I don't know, man. I just <laughs> I just want people to like me, man. How do I? How do I do? How do I do it? Episode 72. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>